and welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend, Kathy, who has been in education for over 31 years. And we're just going to have a conversation about college and students. Um, One of Kathy's particular passions is students that may or may not want to go to college. And what does that look like? And so, Kathy, give us a little bit of your background and kind of story about why that even matters to you. Yeah. So I've been in education for 31 years, and I obviously have gone to college and gone gotten a master's degree and believe in higher education, but um, I also didn't need to do any of that in order to enter the workforce as a productive adult, because I had the opportunity when I was in high school to go to a vocational technical high school. So by the time I graduated high school, I already had a cosmetology cosmetology degree. So I was fully trained to either join someone in their business or to set up and start my own business. Um, And I thought the freedom of that was really empowering um, and it's also just gives, opens up this whole possible world for me where I've used these skills in a lot of different ways. And I went on to go to college, but what if I hadn't? And I think in today's world, we've kind of framed it so that there's only one path for students. You have to finish high school. Well, yes, you have to finish high school, but then you have to do college or something's wrong. Like then that's the only right answer. And college is not necessary for everyone to be a productive adult. And in fact, there are other options to get education and training that don't include a four-year college. We need to open up those opportunities and bring light to them. So those students that don't want to sit in a desk for the rest of their lives in in an office career have access to the training that they um, need. So let's talk about two aspects of that. One is maybe indicators that, you know, that college might not be a good fit for you or that, you know, maybe there's another option for you. And then two, what, what are those options? Yeah. So I think a good uh, indicator would be, are, do you work, do you learn better by doing than hearing? Because uh, those that are learned by hands-on learners those that can go, go in there and look at an engine and start figuring out how it works and analyze that and they want to get in there and play. Those who you can't trust with the radio because they're going to take it apart. Um, that's brother. a good indicator that they've been gifted with a mind that would lend itself to a more technical hands-on career than someone who, let's say, gets really fascinated by crunching numbers together, um, which that terrifies me. So... And there are, there are options out there for technical colleges that might be even two-year programs where you can get the training you need to go be a plumber or a mechanic or a electrician or a carpenter, master craftsman that are really well gifted and trained um, to, to serve the community by building things that are solid and strong and work, which we know we appreciate. Um, And then the second option is apprenticeships. Mm. Um, I recently ran into a student from one of my schools whose parents had the expectation of a four-year college. And so he he followed that 
and but he was so miserable. And then he learned about this apprenticeship program through the electricians unit union, sorry, union. And he was able to sign up for that. And in the same four years that he would have taken to get a college degree, he had a paid apprenticeship where he was being trained to be a master electrician and his earning power was going to be the same or higher than if he went through the four years of college. Wow. So he, and he's so happy and the hands-on actually doing the work, learning right there in front of the machines instead of the theory that you learn in college. So what are some keywords that students would look for? Like Votech or technical or two-year? What are, give us some practical. What I would do um, is find out what's available in your state. A lot of these apprenticeship programs are very local. So one of the things I would do is look up the Department of Labor website for your state. Here in Pennsylvania, we have CareerLink PA and they have career counselors that you can sign up on their website and say you're interested in apprenticeships and they'll tell you what's available in your area. So that's one one avenue I would go with to find out what's available in my my area. The other thing might be just a search of technical um, tech schools or tech training or tech colleges um, so that you see what what's out there and what's available. There's even, um, you know, training programs that aren't, wouldn't be called universities. Like uh, you can go to beauty school and become a, a beautician, a cosmetologist. There's a college um, in Savannah for the building arts, which I think is a phenomenal concept of just learning how to build and be a great craftsman. And there's just a lot of opportunities. If you look for what you feel like God has equipped you to do and given you a passion to do, and what training do you need for that? What education do you need to have all of the doors open in that field? And maybe it is a four-year college. And if so, walk in that direction. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's getting a CNA degree to start because you really want to help people and you think you might be interested in medicine, you can get a CNA degree at a lot of technical schools. And then from there, continue your education to become an LPN and an RN and a BSN and keep growing from there. But finding whichever paths will lead you in the next step that God is leading you towards. And if I have parents listening, which a lot do, you know, sometimes more than kids, you know how we are. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um what are, what are some good questions to ask my kids that are not critical or judgmental if they are leaning in that direction? Mm-hmm. How do I help encourage them when maybe that's not my expectation, but maybe now, that our, is what's I mean, best our generation them. was told that college was the path to success. So it's hard for us to change our thinking that you are not going to be successful unless you go to college. And so I think for parents, one of the questions you might ask is, how is this going to help you have opportunity in the future? Is to frame it that way. Like, and why do you feel like this would be a good fit for how God created you to be? And um, asking questions like that is like, instead of, well, you're not going to be successful, you don't go to college. You know, <laughs> is that true? I mean, I, mean, I know you at the most high paint, what, what jobs are available out there and what high paying jobs are available out there and what's available in your city or your location and um, what opportunities are there and how many of them need college. Cause there's some that do like, I, 
I have a friend who's limited in her ability to do the job that she is good at because it's in the accounting realm, but she doesn't have a four-year degree. So she's limited to, to lower level jobs because the companies require a four-year degree to move up. So you gotta, you've got to look into the doing the research. you got to research the career path, how high you want to go, what you think you want to go on that career path to make sure you have the tools to get there. And I'm sure at any community college, Votech, technical school, any of those, they would have a career person that would help you mm -hmm. just talk through, like, what are my options when this is done? Or, you know, what other education do I need if I get my CNA? And, yep. you know, what's the next step if I decided to do that? And I think, you know, understanding that there are resources out there for you beyond where you go and you have the choice to do them or not. Right. So. Right. And like I said, most states have resources that are available. Mm -hmm. There's people paid to help answer your questions when you call. Um, and their job is to help you get plugged into a job. No, you aren't navigating alone. If this episode helped you, know there's more resources on the website. Financial planning, pathway planner, a career assessment, college essay course, consultation, the monthly navigator series, and even virtual college fairs. All these resources are curated just for you. Head down to the show notes for more links and more information. Talk a little bit about gap years and how those can help facilitate some of that. Yeah. So a lot of the thing, um, a lot of times when you talk to students about they don't, what they want to do when they grow up, that's a really overwhelming and confusing question. And so a gap year is a great opportunity to get out in the world and try something and allow God to start shifting your perspective and fine tuning the answer to that question. And you can do gap years in a lot of different ways. You know, I, I had a student do a gap year serving at a hospital. You can do gap years with mission organizations. You can do gap years in companies. You can do internships, apprenticeships and internships can be paid and unpaid. So you want to, you know, you can check into that. But a gap year is just a year to experience life, to fine tune your calling from God. I love that. And I love the idea of just taking time to, you know, really assess and get to know yourself. And mm -hmm. I mean, the students that I see succeed time and time again in college are ones that really have taken time to do the work and know themselves. Um, well, really... and I talk to a lot of teenagers, as you do as well. <laughs> And they, they seem to be really overwhelmed with, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. Okay. So don't think about the rest of your life. What is God asking you to do now? What's the next step? What has he given you a passion for? What has he given you skill for? Walk in that direction. If he wants to shift you, he will shift you. I started out as with a cosmetology degree and ended up being a teacher I mean, God has a way of, of moving us when we're following him step by step. He moves us to where we need to be for the that rest of our lives. such a poignant word. I love it because, yeah, I mean, I started out as an education major because I thought, I, I want to teach. I think this is great. And I sat in my first class and I was like, mm, not for me. <laughs> I will help all of my roommates cut out all the tiny things for all their elementary ed classes. But, you know, now I teach in a weird sort of way yeah. and I absolutely love it. And I got my master's in, you know, basically online teaching and how to do that well. And I mean, I, 
you know, he does, he shifts you in the right places at the right time. And I think um, you're probably one of the first people that has said that that succinctly, like, don't look at the rest of your life, look at the next few years, whether that's two years, five years, you know, where do you see yourself? And we say that a lot as adults, right? Like we're talking about financial planning, we're talking about professional planning or personal planning, you know, where do you see yourself in the next five years? But we don't ask students that because we think they have to determine the rest of their lives. Yeah now. And so I really love that concept of, you know, just be think about how overwhelming that is. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? I'm 53 years old. I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life, you know? So how would I know that at 18? Mm -hmm. The the really funny thing uh, about me being called into teaching was that I hated school. (laughs) I mean, like you could pick up on the fact that I went to something where you it's hands-on. I, I don't like sitting still. I was not a stellar student. I hated school. It was torture. They made me sit at a desk for hours. Like, so the fact that I ended up going for an education degree was an absolute act of God. And if God can make someone who hated school, love school, <laughs> he can direct your path too. <laughs> I think so. In all your years of education and you know, just interaction with families and students, what, what are like the top two things that you wish, you know, students understood and parents understood? I wish that students understood how special they are to God. Because I think if they could see themselves more through God's eyes, this wouldn't be such an overwhelming time for their life. Like, so I wish that students would stop looking at themselves through the world's eyes and through, and look through God's eyes for parents. I think that's a harder one because I deal a lot with the kids that are like so stressed out at school that they can barely function because there's so much pressure put on them. And I, I think what I would like to say is the kids only get to be kids once and it's okay if they don't, they don't go in a direct straight line to the rest of their life. It's okay if they need a little time to go out on a gap year or go try a, a, a tech degree or do something and let them, let them wander a little bit when they're young, not, not too long. They don't need to be living in your basement at 35, but <laughs> You know, just everybody has their own pace and their own path. And when you push for them to keep going straight in this one, one path, there's only one way, there's only one right answer to, to, to call it. You got to go straight to college and you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to do this it really limits these kids. And it puts a lot of pressure on them to be something different than maybe they were created to be. Yeah. And it's, it's a big investment you've made for 18 years. But, There's a lot of emotions there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And, and, and you want mm-hmm. them to be well taken care of. So like, you know, but the thing is like, no one, no one who knew me growing up would ever, ever, I thought I would become a teacher. And college was not something that people spoke to me about. I had the opposite like experience where a lot of people, it's only college. Nobody really talked to me about college. I wasn't college material, but God had other plans. So allow God to write the story. I have a friend who has done a book um, 
the things, stuff I'd only tell God. And it's such a great processing book on just things that like my own expectations and my own things that only, you know, I would tell God, like I wouldn't tell anyone else. And it's such a great, I mean, I know it's almost Christmas time and we're not anywhere near graduation, but it's such a great processing book for exactly what Mm -hmm. you're talking about, kind of acknowledging your own worth, but then acknowledging like, this is me and this is who I am. And this is what I'm created for. And I remember when I was in college, someone told me I was in Kazakhstan and someone told me, you know, wherever you go, you're going to be used. Like that's the economy of God. Mm -hmm. And I was so blown away by that because I was like, what do you mean? Like there's all these decision tree matrix that has to happen. (laughs) You know, if I don't go through door number two and you know, door number three was the right one. And, you know, that's just the pressure that you feel. And, but I mean, truthfully, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to be used regardless and, um, and, and nothing is wasted. Right. I mean, I, that I was supposed to be an education major and that's what I thought. And now I'm, I'm not wasting that at all. And my degree in basically world religions is not wasted because I work with a bunch of people from a Mm -hmm. lot of different backgrounds and my background as a TCK is not wasted because that's so much of who I work with and I mean all those things intermingle to equal where you are and I think you know if there's a way for students to kind Mm -hmm. of ask the Lord to see in advance and see you know are my decisions going to wreck my life no no and that's another thing I recently met three different people who would be considered highly successful people. And in hearing their story, they had each gone through either the minimum of six to 11 universities before they got a diploma. Trying to find their place in the world, like trying trying on new new um, majors and, and just, and it's okay because it was all part of the path that got them to be who they are today, which are highly successful people. So it's like, okay, it's okay if you go to a college and realize maybe this isn't the place for me and I want to transfer mm-hmm. or you decide, oh, maybe uh, I don't really want to be a nurse because I can't stand the sight of blood, you know? And that's okay. It's okay I mean, to make a shift in the middle and follow where God leads next. Yeah. Most adults have changed their job industry multiple times. And, you know, I think the world wants us to feel like that's a failure, but it's not, it's brave to go out and do other things. And I have students all the time that are like, well, I don't want to put too many different activities on my college application because then it'll look like I'm not consistent. I'm like, or it looks like you're willing to try new things and take initiative. Yeah, That's mind blowing because, and that's true, you know, like, yes, it, you know, it could look like you're not into one specific thing, but it also has a great flavor to it that, you know, you like to add in different spices to your soup. Go girl. (laughs) As long as you stay at each one for more than a week. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. (laughs) Well, is there anything else just in your years of accumulated vast wisdom that you feel like would be helpful to students as they consider, you know, that after graduation, throwing the cap season of their life? I would, I would encourage them to check their expectations Hmm. and what is the source of those expectations? Because we are in a cultural time where there's a lot of expectations being thrown up from a lot of different places. And some of those expectations can cause a lot of anxiety and stress. 
and don't come from a place of truth and, and the Lord. And so you want to make sure that the expectations that you're following after are, are the correct ones, you know? So that would be like, check your expectations. Are you stressing out of something that doesn't need to be an expectation in your life? It's a good word. We have that conversation in our house a lot. I have one, yeah. I have a boy and a girl and we have that conversation a lot. At the end of the day, all you're responsible for is to say, Lord, did I honor you in my behavior and in my actions? I, Not- my mantra for myself recently is all I have to be is his. Mm-hmm. Not did I, beautiful. Not, you know, did I please this friend or that friend or did mm-hmm. I please my mom or, you know, those things yeah. are, good but at the end of the day that's all that really matters yeah and did i do what was right in his eyes did mm-hmm. i yeah absolutely did i show myself as his child well, super super to be? great words yes yes well i look forward to our next session with great insights you're one of my favorite people to talk to because you always just have great things to say and super interesting stories and um, always good to spend time with you too Christy we'll we'll make we'll make time for other interesting questions thank you for um, the time and the insight and the wisdom today though thank you